Good afternoon, folks. I apologise for being slightly late. I was doing a legitimate dynamite rewatch of sorts. Overshot some things. It was a little short on time, but I'm here. A couple of minutes late. We're going to be talking about dynamite today. For those of you that missed my tweet, I should have put it on the Patreon too. But um, I took yesterday because, you know, this is this is a thing that I've kind of realised is that actually we can miss a day and this platform may actually survive. Maybe. I don't know for sure. We may we may be okay. So I took Wednesday um, and decided I was going to uh, review it the following day. We are here now to do so. This format will not be like a traditional Wednesday night post show. It'll be more like what I did two weeks ago or um, uh, like, you know, with the preview shows. Very much going to be reading you guys in the chat. If, though... You would like to support the show and have a question that specifically needs answering for some, for some strange reason. Streamlabs.com slash late night grin. Um, that'd be very much appreciated because I have to spend approximately 50 bucks on WrestleMania programming. And that's before Jay Shell convinced me to watch some bullshit. So much going on here. Um, and yes, I did just ask for you to pay for my pay per views. Um, you get what you get, I suppose. I'm just messing. I'm going to read the chat anyway. All right, let me tweet this here. This link, let me retweet and all that good stuff. And then I'll look towards the chat. I see much conversation. I see fleet fucked. I see some all hows. I see some evenings and afternoons and all that good stuff. There is <laughs> There's much, much going on here, which we will get into very, very shortly. In fact, let's do it now. And says, hey, Joseph. Or how being able to cheer for Dax and FTR. Right, I was surprised a little bit as I was scrolling last night. I was surprised to see some debate about that. Like, some folks like, oh, wow, they're doing a baby face. So it's like, yeah, man, that was, I think they pretty much advertised that. The thing that's really interesting is they doubled down on the Brett references. Uh, Shoot sent me a text of someone's tweet that they had a pink background, which popped me. Dax using the terminology of wrestling from the heart, the sharpshooter. So on and so forth. Um, that may be a real thing that's happening here, which is hilarious <laughs> for a range of reasons. But nonetheless, let's get moving here. Okay, what else we got? Um, <laughs> come on now, hey man, let's not let's not go down that let's not go down that route, please. Uh, Duke says he feels the platform is dead, which I, I really do appreciate the honesty. Um, there has been some rumours in that regard. But you get what you get, I suppose. Um, I'm being told that JJ's gave away late night grin spoilers live on the spot. Wait, the spotlight live? Oh shit, Eastern time. Oh goddamn, I'm sorry. Um, I'm very confused right now as to what time is which in America. Uh, JJ says Joe Fleet thoughts on the fleet being fucked. I'm assuming this is all in reference to the outrageous. Uh, segment they aired last night. I'm going to just say that, and you can decide which one I'm talking about. I think it's pretty clear which one was worse. My God, look at that. Jesus wept. Had an actual night's sleep, and it's fucked me up even more. Um, okay, I agree with this. Those first three matches set a pace that couldn't keep up with in the second half. Tend to agree. Um, first half, definitely a tale of two of two halves there in terms of quality. Although there was good in the second half, for sure. Especially, I like the main event quite a bit. 
I'm very concerned they're going to lose the gun clubs part of the turn. You should be concerned about that. I'm not, but now that you brought it up, I actually am. So, yeah, that's very fair. Very fair concern. Um, I'm interested in the pinnacle angle next week. It sure feels like, to me anyway, and I, I don't know, um, maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe I'm, yes, I can do that, Road Prime. My bad. Okay. Streamlabs, what, what's the thing called? Streamlabs.com slash late night grin. Let me let me let me do this here. Um, it sure feels like, to me anyway, the pinnacle being announced as definitely not dead, just made it more likely that they are in fact dead. So <laughs> I'm intrigued with that too. I think we're going to get a deal where FTR win, and they come out and kind of like try to celebrate with them, Spears and MJF that is, and um, oh yeah, my bad, dude. I didn't even put the link properly. My bad. Okay, let me put this in the comments. Um, I think it's very likely that's where you get some sort of conclusion there. Now, I do not expect a feud because I think they're going to be doing other things, FTR that is. I am really interested in how this all works with Wardlow. How do we get to the pay-per-view match? You know, that's going to be intriguing to watch. Right, there should now be a link in the chat. If you would like to send a tip, you can there. But again, I'm going to try and read as many comments as I can. I am behind, though because I am fumbling greatly here on the technical side of things. Um, love the show, except for about eight minutes. We absolutely sucked. Factual. Um, I think most of the show was, was very good, but it must be said that that, that that eight minutes was pretty fucking terrible. So I do understand why some are kind of focusing on that, especially because there's a bigger conversation on one side of it. The Lambert stuff has been a consistent thing, and it's a debate that's going to go on and on and on. The women's division side of things... I think it's fair that people want to have that conversation because a lot of them have been kind of pushed back quite consistently. Um, push your was on hot ones, my God. Well, how? People are saying Gun Club are going to replace him in the pinnacle. Ugh. Ugh, I don't know about that. That'd be interesting, I guess. I think they're obviously going to get a new team, but I like... I don't know if that's the fit. You know, like them and, as Reese says, them and Brian Cage... I don't know about that one, folks. I do not know about that one. Um, yeah, I think Brian Cage thing is going to happen. All right. Looks like I'm I'm caught up here. Wardlow's going to buy a ringside ticket to every show. That's probably a good idea. Um, but I don't I don't know. The key with that will be not ruining his aura. So it will have to be in a really kind of awesome, cool way, if that makes sense, you know? You don't want it to be cookie car, right? Like, you, you want it to... Because he's got, he's got a genuine cool factor as Wardlow. Maybe send him some Outsiders tapes. They were pretty good at doing that, so... All right. Yeah, that's fair. I do understand being bummed out about that particular segment. Um, I don't have the energy for a women's division conversation. TK doesn't give a shit, and that's not going to change. That's fair. I absolutely get that. I think there has been kind of... Um, there's been a weird dynamic with that, where like, and I've been guilty of this, I think a lot of people have, of like trying to overstate their progress. There's been some progress. In other areas, it's fall back. One thing I do want to say, and this is not me trying to be a dick or spiteful or any of that stuff, but like... The matches as of late have been very frustrating as a fan. Very, very frustrating. I liked the Red Velvet Layla match on Rampage. Wasn't like a, you know, home run from, but I liked it. I didn't like last night as much, personally. And just consistently, I, 
the, the not only is the storytelling bad and the characters aren't connecting, like I just think the matches have been really frustrating as of late, disappointing, which isn't me pointing fingers or anything. I'm just being honest. Like it's really, I think as of late has really kind of regressed again, which is very frustrating. Okay. I think TK needs someone like Maria Canales or somebody to be a bigger, bigger advocate for the women. For the women, it's the same copy and paste for you to read. It's very cookie cut, very lazy, slapdash, bland, uninspired. I agree. Um, I didn't think Impact was that good, JJ. I, I know you said it was their best show, but I just didn't get that, unfortunately. I thought last week was better, or the week, whatever week I liked. Okay. Let's, let's um, with that in mind, not impact the woman's division thing. We have a super chat from the Power Road Prime who says, I think there needs to be an honest conversation about the talents assigned talkers and managers, specifically Lambert and Vicky. Are they the main characters and Nyla, Ethan, Scorpio, the supports? I added extra for WrestleMania weeks, but bro, seriously, I do appreciate it. I was, I was joking, but like actually very, very thankful. I appreciate you. You can do the same for us at Conversation Late Night Grin. In all seriousness, I appreciate anyone that's tipped anything after the charity stream. You guys came out crazy for that. So, you know, but thank you very much. And to your point, absolutely a good question and valid. It sure feels like Lambert's the main character. I think with Nyla, the balance is more split simply because they're so infrequently on TV that it's hard to have a clear take. Well, Lambert definitely feels like the main character. Um, and to your point, none of those talents need mouthpieces. So it's frustrating in that regard, right? It's, it's a real shame. I don't know. I don't know if it's a case of us seeing a level of promo in this talent that the booker doesn't, or it's just trying to feature a range of people and that's where they've landed at this point. I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's frustrating though, for sure. The Nyla one is puzzling because I just don't think Vicky adds anything. And that's, you know, there are very few people I would say that about on this particular show, but in her case, I actually think it's true. Um, what else have we got here? My God. That'd be interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. Terry says, my hometown being the name of Regal's new faction popped me huge. Yeah, that rules. That being the actual direction is fucking incredible. <laughs> popped me. I love that whole thing, though. I've been consistent on that. Um... Evening Christian. Dynamite was not bad by any means. I'd probably give it a 7, 7.5. Lots of good on that show, but man, the bad was bad, unquestionably. When does Nyla finally drop Vicky? Hopefully when she loses this program, they do it, but I haven't really got any high hopes in that regard, unfortunately. I just don't know if that's the thing they're doing, which is a real shame. All right. Kate's ramp was good. Kate's real, real good at this. I mean, that was so, like impressive the way that she walked the line between really fired up but also analytical very difficult most most wrestling media personalities myself included cannot do that so i love the rant and it was definitely one that came from someone who was tired of being having explained to her that actually no it's fine it gets frustrating sometimes you know um cage match ratings are always funny dion always funny i've completely written off the division at this point I truly don't know anyone can, can't after that show. I look, man, I agree. Um, when you have a brand new babyface champion that the people like, and your play is not only to hardly have them talk, but to have them interrupted by a cold challenger for that promo, which was so tasteless and cheap and low rent and unnecessary and ineffective, 
when you do that, you you do a bad, you know, you really do a, uh, you take a big step in terms of eroding any faith people have left or any optimism. That was really lazy. And they did everything wrong in that two-minute segment, which is honestly impressive to fuck up to that degree. All of it's bad. I like Nyla, but this is not the role. This is not the place. Need saying exciting, man. You just did, man. You know? And I know there's argument about, well, the other people are infused, but I'm not, they're not, I don't have to be infused. It's one booker. So you can end those feuds in time to have someone ready to challenge for the title. That's kind of how this works, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, okay. This This is also like the other thing is if the argument is, and like, look, you can have this argument. I ain't trying to, you know, dismiss anyone who says, like, if you don't think the talent's up to it, there's free agents that can help. So in that case, we should see all of them coming through the door here shortly, you know? So we'll see. And I know that's what you were saying, and I was just reiterating it. Uh, the state of the women's division has become a real drag on the show for me. You're not alone on that. It's a shame. Hour one was fire. I do agree. Absolutely. Especially the uh, I, the MGF promo was like a stretch long for me, I thought. I'd have chopped it up a little bit, but that's that's a problem I have with all these promos. So that's not even objective. That's just me personally. The rest of it was just about perfect. I love the way they worked the Varsity Blondes match, by the way, because I had some concerns about that going 12 minutes, you know? Um, I don't know if he even really cares about the division. Fair. Kate's clip you retweet was a perfect summary of my issues. Incremental progress is more annoying than none of Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, is folks like myself need to shut the fuck up when they make that progress and stop, like, you know, being like, wow, look at the, you know, it's, it's not, it's really not that big of a, of deal getting a couple non-title programs rolling for wire pre-tapes every week, you know. It's a shame, man. I, I wish it was better. Um, Nyla is great on her own. It doesn't need a mouthpiece. Neither do men of the year. I really don't get it. Yep, me either. Me either, buddy. Um, I think Tony wants his heels to be unlikable and Nyla, Scorpion, and Ethan would all get over if they were allowed to talk. I don't agree, but it's an idea. There's some truth to that. But Ethan is is not a good example of it because Ethan is his whole skill. I mean, I like Ethan as a worker as a promo, but his main skill set is he's a heel. That dude's a natural heel. He's just he gets under people's skin. So I think there's truth to your thought process, but I don't think that explains this particular case for me anyway. Um, not a great look. AEW's tag titles run even, but well, when the elite have them, that seems bad. That's another frustration of mine. That I'm that I'm concerned about, like, the tag title was feeling increasingly mid-card is a bummer for me because I want those belts to be, like, the world title was just in their own lane of wrestling, you know, which they felt like under the bucks, but less so as of late, which is a shame. Um, Any conclusion you can come to is there is a massive disconnect with Tony and women's wrestling. Fair. They are going with Nyla for Rose's first opponent, Christian, yes. Okay. Uh, Nyla should have turned face and done Vicky Bon. I agree. She's very likable. Very, very likable. Kyrie is wrestling, yes. I'm going to try and watch those shows. The free agents can't do anything if the, if the booking isn't there. Look what happened to Ruby. Why would Mia, Athena, Ty be any different? Well, I agree with that. I do agree with that. I think it's clearly more systematic than it is a talent thing. What I was trying to get across was like 
the people that are just pushing back and saying the talent's not good enough, there is now some potential remedies to that. So if they don't come in, you know, then what, right? Like, if Tony is booking them this way because he thinks they're not very good, then I assume we're going to see all of those names and Tony and whoever else. Tony may not be needing that cash anymore, so God bless her. But, you know, whoever else, we should be seeing them come through the door. So, you know, here's what it is. It also doesn't matter if they get one five-minute match to call pre-tapes. Absolutely. See, same thing. Um, they both need better workers sign and need to, to better use those they have. It's the most inefficiently booked division by some distance. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's definitely both. Anyone that today is just taking this as a chance to like take shots at Layla or Red Velvet's work is missing. They're not paying attention to the actual story. You can say what you want about how like raw some of them are or how greens are, whatever. We can have that conversation. I'm certainly not saying the women's division is as stacked as talent as the men's is, but like there's more to it than that, clearly. After Brandy departed, it seemed we were going away from these Lambert segments. Have they gone back to them with unlikable people arguing about who is the most under? That Sammy Tai shit is uh That's a good way to get under, you know? It's probably not the best phrasing on my part, but it's a good, it's a good way to erode a lot of goodwill, you know. Like it's just, it's not, not a presentation you want to go for as baby faces, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a shame. It really is. Um, treatment of the tag title is why trios title shouldn't happen. Fair. Singing Grinner chat to Perry Capsulate. I probably should read that. Leland, I'm sorry. Bad. Um, put the tag titles on Punk on on Mox and Brian and Welter on Punk. Put the belts to the hottest out of the company. And with that in mind, let's go to Good Brother Leland's Super Grin. And he says, We have a, we, it's not here yet. My bad. I have another one. I saw the email. <laughs> Don't worry about it. If you wasn't actually going to send it, that's fine. I wasn't, I, I, I just assumed I got an email. I, I got very, my bad, Leland. You're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the Nyla Vicky pairing just doesn't make any sense. At least with Jaden Mark. I can see what they're going for. Yeah, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Um, I want to reiterate, Leland, you do not have to send me a super grin. I just thought there was one. So, uh, you know. Um, what else we got here? If there weren't heels, there will be soon. Factual. I have blocked both Sam and Ty on Twitter. I want some peace and quiet on my timeline. The confirmed shoot has arrived in the live chat. He says, Ty was one of my favorite wrestlers in the promotion and she's completely unlikable now. Good stuff. Very passive-aggressive, that good stuff. Shoot, out of interest, and this is just from one friend to another and there's no one watching this right now. Like, have you considered not being a great big fucking hater by any chance? Because, like, apparently that helps. So maybe you should try and, you know, try and think about that a little bit. Just me. You know, not coming for you or anything, bro. Just Sam. For a guy that is extremely online and generally corrects errors, the fact that it still hasn't been fixed is damning. Very true. Very true. Very true. I appreciate you, Leland. I'm sorry for putting you on the damn spot like that. That was horseshit. Sammy and Ty being slotted into the Code Man Brandy role. Shoot just takes me GFY, which I. Is fair. We were kicking the shit out of Crosby earlier. That 
Good Lord. Just fuck. Just coming inside and all, just, God, the phrasing tonight is terrible. Terrible. Um, I'm choosing to believe they're setting up a heel turn for Sammy and Ty because they're unbearable now. Very fair. I don't know if that's actually what's happening, but yes. Um, she hit the nail on the head. She was a great baby face. She was. Infectious energy. This is not the way to to bring that forward, you know? Like, it's not, this is not the, the element of her personality to tap into. Terrible. Sammy and Ty have less on-screen chemistry than Seth and Becky did pop. <laughs> I always find that stuff difficult, but yeah, I get you. <laughs> I think sometimes it's the way that it's presented and just, you know. I ain't here buried when I use Twitter. I mean, God forbid. I, I ain't uh, I ain't the person to comment that front, but I just, it ain't going to help them as baby faces. I'll leave it at that. This is very fair. I respect you protecting Jack Crosby, even though he is a piece of shit. Um, Crosby took the doomsday device in the group chat from how it sounds factual. Looks like they are lining up the bat- the Blackpool Combat Club for Battle of the Belts. Uh, the title match of Battle of the Belts can't wait. I agree. It sure feels like we are headed in the, in the direction of them as tag champs. Previously, I thought it was going to be the Kings of the Black Throne. But now that this thing's underway, it feels like they're going to just keep winning every week on TV. And then eventually, they'll be number one team and they'll beat the uh, Jurassic or just Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Um which is interesting and fun. Maybe you could even introduce a third in that feud because then you could do the matches with Christian, the trios matches. You know, not that I'd like to see John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Claudio Castagnoli versus Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and the Dinosaur. Not that I'd like to see that at all. You know, it wouldn't be awesome. Um, <laughs> damn, you guys are kicking the shit out of these two. Ty was a phenomenal baby face. I get if they're doing heel turn, but damn, the booking is way off. If not, yeah, it's a little bit tone deaf. If not, but this is my this would be my counter. If you're turning them heel, why would you put them versus Lambert, the biggest shithead on the show? It's a fair argument, right? Very fair argument. Um, Dress Express, Red Dragon is Battle of the Belts, and Mox Brian Dress Express is Double or Nothing. Yeah, that's probably fair because they're in that feud right now. You could do, um, yeah, that's interesting. I think that may happen on TV, but when he's back the boat's like a month away, you might be right on that front, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I love Christian Cage, JJ. Uh, to be honest, the most interesting woman on that show was your dude, Julia, that visual, like cutting from Danielson, Frank Kicks, to that of poor Julia sitting there looking <laughs> looking so upset and just just down on her luck, disappointed that she paired herself with dipshits. We can all relate to that, you know. Shoots in the chat, he can relate. Incredible. Or Christian turns on them and joins the Blackpool. That'd be interesting. Him joining the, the Regal group. It's a slightly weird dynamic. But it pops me. So, 
The only problem I have with the Liverpool club is, logically speaking, no one's ever better beat them. Fair, but that's kind of why I like it, because you can then get those belts back to being a main event prize. You know, so if a Santana and Ortiz, for example, beat them for the belts but all out, the belief would be, the hope would be that, good Lord, the, the hope would be that um, it would have like real main event feel to it. It would really pack a punch. That'd be the idea. Leland has sent a far too generous super grin. And I really sincerely hope that my <laughs> my handling of this did not <laughs> force his hand in that regard. But I really do appreciate it. He says, AEW's rotation of talent doesn't work when Punk, Brian Marks, and MJF are on every week. And are more over, more over as a result. Particularly when the tag champs can't get in dynamite regularly. It's time to build the titles back up and stick them with top guys. Yeah, so the idea of Punk being with those guys, he sat with kicked around on these shows, and it's really compelling. I struggle with it slightly because I do think there's an argument to be made that Hangman should just beat Punk with his finish. I'm really torn on that front. Um, I can't wait for the match. It feels like it's up next, right? Double or nothing. But I'll say this, man. If Punk does win the belt, you ain't going to hear, like, any whining from me because I think there's a real argument that's probably the way to go in, in a lot of ways. And I say that with all love and respect to what Hangman's doing. But he just feels like the top guy on the show, you know? He really doesn't. This was something I talked about a long time ago, like seven, eight months ago, when we talked about Hangman. was like, my one concern for him was, and I don't actually think he struggled with this at all. I think he's killing it. But my concern was that, like, in the depth chart, it would be hard for him to get above those top guys about beating them. The key will be, if he is going to just beat them the way he beat Danielson and Cole, how will the audience react if he beats Punk clean in the middle? I think it will be fine. But, you know, it is interesting to me, the idea of it. Um, we did this. There is a losing their way vibe in the air with the fleet. The original purpose of promotion is not driving events and decisions. That's where the devotion came from. It's interesting. I I think personally, there are some changes they've made that I actually think have enhanced my enjoyment. I like that it feels Tony is a more aggressive booker now. The television recently has been a lot more um, on the front foot and and not just kind of you know giving up a week. Like last night's announcement was a great example. The Hardy Boys was a great example. But I have seen some people being a little bit concerned by the way those matches were announced. Personally. I like a lot of what's going on. I think they're actually in a really good way right now. I think they're, they're on form. This is just me personally. This is, and let's be very clear about this. The reason I say that is because with the women's division stuff, that isn't anything new. Every purple patch they've had almost has been, has had this as kind of a cloud hanging. And um, so that's not me saying that stuff was good. I think you guys know where I stand on that. But overall, I actually think they're in pretty, uh, kind of in a hot streak right now. But I have seen similar sentiments to this. So, God bless. Um, what else we got? More Sammy and Ty talk. Battle of the Belts 2 is April 11th. Oh, yeah, you're definitely right then. About Red Dragon. Yeah, that's, that's a good call. Um, Shoot says, I am Julia, Bobby's Griff, and Joe's Pillman is what Joe's saying. Come on, bro. Really? Really? Is that a thing? Really? Couldn't you have just done Mia's Griff and Bob as Pillman? Like, that would have been insulting enough, and we both could have laughed at Bob, but you had to just die. You had to, like, laser in on me. God damn it. 
shoot on his lunch break, dunking on his peer. Filth. For a second, I thought Julie was going to step up to Regal when he said, people have to prove to them they belong. Pop myself. Dude, I just laugh. And, like, honestly, I don't think that's what they're going for. But, God, it fucking rules. <laughs> it absolutely rules. Guys, hold on a second. She was texting me again. He says... You called me a great big fucking hater on the air. Fuck you. That's a little mean. I mean, I've I've called myself that many times. I feel like that's just a, that's like a low bar insult on the grim, but fair. He also says in his public persona, guys on dark. Tony Schiavone stated that young Julia was keeping Sky Blue on her right so that she could see her laugh so damn hard. Until the finish, that match was quite not good. It was fine. It was okay. Leland, please do not apologize. That was an extraordinary super grin. I really do appreciate you. Um, I see some conversation about Hangman and CM Punk. And this is probably it, right? Like, Leland says, I'd be cool with Hangman winning. I just need him ever to finish my event program. The Punk thing should be the center of the show. So that's very much like that can solve it regardless of the result. I think we all agree on that much. I think a big issue with the tag belts is the heel side of the division isn't very good. Once you get past the Bucks and Red Dragon, it's a lot of mid-card acts. It's not not unfair. The problem with that would be that they've just turned FTR babyface too. So you get what you get, I suppose. Does Punk cheat to beat Hangout, or is it too early to turn him heel? This was always my fantasy booking. To be totally sincere, I have very much wavered on it. I do not know what it looks like. It's... It's going to be electric in there. I'm telling you that much for sure. I, I'm very excited by the idea of it. The finish fascinates me. Who beats Hanger if not Punk? Very good question. You'd probably say the next land likely candidate is MJF um, as an actual heel win, like kind of straightforward. So that's what to think about. Uh, if they want Colin Hangman's matter center of the title in the program, that stuff's hard because like the audience is really into that stuff. And I'm not, if that wasn't, you know, apparent before. Um, I think it's fine. It's not very compelling to me personally. But I struggle with it because the crowd definitely is into it. So, God bless them. Um, time for Shoot to put on an eye patch. Factual. Shoot is a hater. Factual. Uh, Connie, you're good. We've only been, we're about half an hour, but this is not in order or anything. So, we're just talking generally. Hope you've had a good day, pal. Um, if Punk doesn't win, that loss could start a slow turn. There you go. You could do it in a range of ways. I, that's generally one of them finish, finishes where it's like, I don't think you can go wrong. Punk winning is genuinely interesting enough that you can convince me he's just beat Hangman. I don't think that's necessarily the right move, but I can't sit here and tell you definitely that's wrong. Like, there's you can do that any which way and it'll pop me. Um... Is it bad that I'm coming around to Joe's way of thinking about Cole? He's NXT Cole. No, man, he just happens to everyone, bro. Don't worry about it, all right? Happens to everyone. Everyone gets there in the end. There's about there's 52 people watching. I'd imagine 47 of them have yet to reach the conclusion that I and Aunt clearly just did. And I know that Dion had long ago. You'll all get there, guys. It's okay. I'm just being patient. You're letting it play out like I'm, I'm famed for doing. Um... 
Hunt kicks him in the nuts to win. Yeah, that always popped me. This is fair, though. This is an objectively good angle. Good call. Him taking the belt is good. Kind of want Miro to come back and kick the shit out of everyone and be a Monster Hill champ. Miss, yeah, man. Yeah, that's fair. I miss him, too. He's great. Hangman should beat Punk. The story can be that when Hangman was away, everyone was sure Punk, Cole, and Brian were going to take spotlight. Well, Hangman has already beat Brian and Cole, so probably the correct answer. I would I would agree. This is probably, if I was being very um, cerebral, like the fallen leader of NXT, um, I think, yeah, I think this is probably correct. However, if you did an interesting angle to close that show and it ended with CM Punk as champ, I would... It'd be very difficult for me to be like, oh, that's bad. I would probably pop huge. I'm not going to lie to you. CM Punk, gee, please tell me this light's not flickering now. Two days ago, I was on the... Oh, my God. I just froze, too. Two days ago, I was on the air, and this wall was going to fall through. Now this light's flickering. This could be a hilarious moment on the air, folks. Extraordinary times ahead. Um... The Fiend, exactly. It's the damn Fiend. She was texting me, let him in. Fair. This is really giving me like old school vibes of Shoot tuning into his one distraction episode of, of a three-month period and texting me throughout. <laughs> Glory days, brother. Back in that max contract days, you know. Um... I like Cole, but he's in a way bigger pond now than he has been before. I genuinely, and this is me not doing a bit, um, I think he's good. I think he's a B-side heel. That's just me. Now, in response to that, if you're an Adam Cole fan, you could say, well, go fuck yourself. Listen to the people. He's the most over guy on the show, and I have no answer for that. You're right. I just never think he's as compelling, captivating, or engaging as the what I would consider the true top guys on that show that's just me i may be on an island i may be in the majority i don't, I don't, I don't know people are, you know they debate this stuff regularly all i'm saying is that's my that's my personal reading i think he's a very strong b-side heel i do not want to see a dynamite built around him as the world champion just me personally um the house of blacks come for joe sorry to hear that bud matt would never would never this is true. I do lash out a lot. That was me trying to be very, like, I was trying to be very poised with that, though, you know? Because that one night when I did the review show, my God, I mean, I lost my way. I was I was ranting and raving and going off the rails and talking about Hollow and Oracle looked alarmed, which is telling in its own way. But, like, I do want to make it clear in all seriousness. Like, we do a lot of bits here. I'm not telling you guys he sucks. I just, like, you know, everyone has their place in my mind and his isn't the same as what a lot of people see, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder and such. Um, I will say that it feels like he should have been able to just beat Jay Lethal, right? That, is that asking too much? Can you not just, it's the same as when he cheated against 10 and Shoot got really mad and punched the uh, webcam on Late Night Grin, which was definitely a thing that happened. Good wrestler, great entrance, equals up on mid-card heel, nothing wrong with that. That's probably my read on it too. Uh, Bad Company Bill says, I like Cole, but I fully get the people that don't. That's very reasonable of you, Bill. I appreciate that. 
Dion is slandering. He also doesn't like Jonathan Gresham, though, so, you know, who do you ever beat? Um, 100 in red. <laughs> I do want to quickly circle back because I haven't had a chance to talk about it because I've just been talking to you guys, so here's what it is. Andrew says he increased his Patreon fee after that cold show, bro. Big love because we needed you that week. Um, what was that? Yeah, kind of quickly because we've been talking about the women a lot and rightly so because that's what you guys were talking about. That's what I talk about. But that Punk Dax Harwood match was just beautiful pro wrestling. God, that was great. Dax is honestly maybe the most watchable guy. Like, he's so fun to just, in any setting, in a four minute seashore squash, in a 12 minute TV match, and hopefully one day we'll see him in even more expansive singles matches. He's so fun to watch. Just a great, great pro wrestler. And Punk, you know, he is pro wrestling. That dude's, he just knows what he's, he, he knows pro wrestling front to back, every which way. An extraordinary pro. Um, like, and look, Mad King says, it, I, I want to see him versus da uh, Hangman versus Dax. I've always said the Eddie Kingston match. The, uh, the Christian Cage match would be great. The... Hmm. Danielson, you know, like, dude's just great, great pro. And here's the other thing too, and this is this is a little bit nerdy and inside baseball, but I want everyone to to know what I'm saying and get my mean. Like, one day, on whatever the new version of Twitter is in 20 years, you know, and I don't know what that looks like, but it'll be a thing. There'll be a social media, and hopefully, I'll still be doing this shit and be an old fuck. And there will be multiple accounts that are just dedicated to Dax Harwood's like selling and punches and DDTs and just fundamentals pro wrestling and everyone that's in here now is going to look look at those gifts in 20 years and be like man fuck I wish I appreciated that guy when he's around I've really tried as of late I really have tried to just enjoy that dude because I think there's going to be an, a, a generation that looks at him the way that a generation looked on and I know that's a cliche comparison, but Arm was a big, big deal. But what I will say is he is definitely a guy whose legacy has expanded and grown in since his retirement. Dax is going to do the same. He actually They don't actually get a huge reaction from AEW guys. From AEW fans, sorry. But I'm telling you guys, that they are going to age so gracefully, their body of work. Just appreciate those guys from the round. They fucking rule. And I say they because Cash Wheeler is damn good. I mean, damn good. He really is. Cody has sent a super grin. He says, put this, put this towards your secret trip into the States to which control your narrative, then fly back before anyone. I appreciate that, Cody. Very much do. Um, I got a lot of heat last night because I updated my TW mod to include the control your narrative. Many question why I explained it in the tweet, which is that Braun Strowman kept winning the G1. So I put him on a written contract to control your narrative and he will now stay there forever. Um, you know, people don't know the reason. They just see the result. And that's a shame. You got my Twitter to see a very funny screenshot of that, by the way. Oh, look. This is very important. I want to because I think Reese knows this. He's just making his own point. But I want to piggyback quickly. Let's be very clear. That was not me doing a, like, unlike those pieces of shit, the Young Bucks who killed the business. I think the Young Bucks are the greatest tag team in wrestling history. <laughs> so, I, you know, they're going to be 
iconic and every team is going to steal their shit in 10. They already do, quite frankly. Look at that match they have a top flight. But in years go by, a lot of these narratives that surround them will be very much erased. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll be totally thrown out. Honestly, though, I mean, I've like, shoot mentioned it before regarding, regarding, fuck, good Lord, regarding Rob Van Dam. And watching the kind of widespread criticism slowly just fade away, it's going to happen with the Bucks. And then you'll be left with, the, you know, the generation that kind of love their work and just put them over every turn. It's the way it works. It is what it is. I don't think many people are going to be debating the Bucks in 20 years. I think they'll just be the consensus team. I think he works so well because he works modern style with old school moves, which lets him adapt to most parents. It's the pace, man. The thing about Dax is he has that thing where he prides himself in the same way the horseman used to. And again, cliche, but there's a reason for that. As someone in the chat said, Brucey beats it. It's that pace of never allowing there to be dead air in a match. Like That's the thing that Flair was truly great at, was he pushed a pace that guys just didn't back then. And believe it or not, for all of the spots and excitement that happens now, that pace is still not really a thing in terms of actual action. There's a lot of sequence down, sequence down. You watch Dax, man. That dude's just going. The way he hits the ropes, the way he hits the mat, he attacks everything he does. He's he's just so good. I, I know it's boring hearing me say it, but he's just incredible. And again, Cash too. Cash is one of the most dynamic, explosive bumpers I've seen in wrestling. He's great. Um, what about Omega? Do you think you age about? Oh God, Omega's going to be, you know, an absolute hero to the next generation of wrestlers. Um, there's, you know, there's there's this debate about Kenny that I think, honestly, at this point, is kind of already phased out. I think they're the Bucks' mannerisms and demeanor is a lot more divisive than Kenny's at this point among people that are like reasonable and i love oracle we like different things it is what it is i agree with him on a lot i can't agree with him on this i think that there's a good chance kenny omega lands on a lot of top 10 top five all-time great lists when it's all said and done i think on a lot of people he's already there um you know I'd, i would assume that the series of okada is going to be the wrestling nerds new uh steamboat um flair would be my guess in terms of famous rivalries and series of matches. So, I mean, he's going to be golden and he has now the American run. So you can't even do the thing about, but could he do it on national TV? You know, like he's one of the great wrestlers. He's, he's going to be fine. Dirks and Cash is tag champs in RH challenging Gresham for the world title. <laughs> Gresh matches, bro. That's crazy. That's, that sounds just outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. Um, my buddy that watched the feds said the Bucks were dollar story says almost became fair. I will say though, and I got laughed at by Power Mind about this. I think the Usos are a great, great team. The Usos may be my favorite. Like when they were riding high in WWE, they were legitimately like one of the only things that show I enjoyed. They're so good. Unfortunately, they work in that place where there's only so much you can do as a tag, and your pay per view matches are 12 minutes in the middle. Telling you guys, and I'm not obviously the dollar store thing's done, but like I'm telling you, if they had a chance to have some of these more expansive matches, whew, that'd be something. That'd be a sight to see. Tend to agree. Tend to agree. Flair is a is a good comp. Um, 
off topic, but have you seen the new community feature on Twitter where you can just freely tweet inside that bubble? That may rule, but I feel like we do it on the normal time anyways, carry on. <laughs> yeah, also, I think, like, you know, Discord we have, which is good. And I, I'm trying to, I need to do more in the show. The thing with Discord is, and this is not me, like, asking for anyone's approval or being a bit, doing a bit or being a dick. There was a lot of things I just said I wasn't doing. But, like, I don't want to stop people from giving their honest take into Discord by, like, just drowning out my own. You guys know my opinion on all this whole shit because it's the late night green discord. So I kind of like just, I follow it more than you'd know. If you bury me, I've seen it. I've noted it. You're on a certain list. Bob will get you eventually. But, you know, discord's good for that, Cody. If you haven't got the discord gimmick and you would like it, feel free to DM me on the Twitter. I believe we're, we're pretty, oh yeah, we're mutuals. We definitely are. Um, Is Oracle hating Omega a bit? It's not. It's just his, some of his quirks, frustrate some people like his facial expressions and stuff and i get it but i don't know man. i don't know he's one of those baby with the bar for deals personally but i love oracle he's seen more wrestling than i ever will so you know you get what you get rewatch the omega okada match where kenneth won the belt at dominion it might be my favorite of all time i need to rewatch those we should do a series of those at one point we really should this is the other thing Pete brings up about, like, Kenny's legacy. The injuries will be, like, they'll only enhance how special this last couple of years were because he's been messed up. And Reese says the same. Off topic, but I really want Mox versus Kenny versus Pac. Pac wins to challenge Hangman for the title. Pac and Hangman could be a good um, Battle of the Belts program for sure. Is Pac just back in England right now? He's on and off a lot, right? Daniel Sinatra, right, called Pack the perfect wrestler in you with Meltzer. The guy's one of the best in the world. He is, I don't, and this is a thing we did before on the grin, and people were very mad. I think Shoot was on board with this. If he's still watching, hopefully he'll text me and call me a piece of shit if I'm wrong. I've never found him as interesting as others, but mechanically, he's one of the most, like, perfect, uh, technically, but also explosive, dynamic wrestlers the world has seen. I've never felt, I've never saw him as a tippy top guy. I've always thought he was like more of a second tier. But that has been debated on the grin. I remember in the chat, there was a whole thing about it once. So that's just me. But yeah, I mean, I'm, you're not wrong. He's, what's that JBL line about? The build the perfect wrestler. <laughs> That'd be packed. But JBL would probably say he should be a little taller, I guess. I don't know. But in terms of what you can do and, you know, how he can be kind of physical and be a bully heel. He's pretty special. I have a text. Shoot says, yeah, we agree on this. I recognize how good he is, but I don't care about him at that level. There you go. Shoot did a better job explaining it. It's easier when you're typing, you know. It's easier. It's definitely what it is. It's definitely not a case of me not being able to explain myself well. We'll be interested in a show in which we look at wrestlers' legacies years from now. As in, we predict or... We look back. Which one, Dion? I mean, I'm interested in either, but I'm intrigued. Maybe Omega should go to Oracles and see what it's like. That's a very good point. I have suggested that to him on more than one occasion. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Thankfully, that'd probably be bad. Pack versus Gresham would rule. There you go. Explosive pro wrestling right there. 
they wouldn't need that long either. Like, I mean, 20 minutes is still a long match, but it wouldn't be like anything overly expansive or ridiculous. It would just be really tight, crisp pro wrestling. It'd be tremendous. Okay. We're going to do like another 10 minutes. I want to apologize again for going head to head with the world famous spotlight. My pal Jensen and Jezza, I legitimately, legitimately am confused by the Eastern time thing. I am concerned about JJ giving away spoilers, you know, for this program. Okay, let's do a game here. Let's do a game. I saw a tweet today from my pal at Backup Hangman. You should follow him. He's great. Very controversial. In which he was talking about upsetting people by saying that Dolph Ziggler is a better professional wrestler, or let's just say a better worker, than Adam Cole. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to do the following in the chat. If you believe Dolph is better than Adam Cole Bay Bay, you will write Dolph. If you believe Cole is better than Dolph, you'll write Cole. And I'm about to see this chat fill up with the name Cole, which is going to be a great bit. Um, I'm genuinely interested to see what the chat says. Eve would work, but predicting seems more fun. Fair. This is purely in ring. I think this is easy. Personally, thus far, most people disagree with me. Hmm. This is fair. Yeah, Cole's a better promo. That's fair. <laughs> Refuse to pick. <laughs> Huge pop. So all I'm going to say is, and I'm not trying to. Oh, my God. Come back. Come back. Four straight. Five straight, Dion's ducking it. The reason I ask this is because this was getting quote tweeted into oblivion and people were getting very fired up about it. I'm like, listen, I don't know if you guys have seen the shit dudes doing in, in damn PC lately. Guys, that Champa match was like four and a quarter. That was fucking tremendous. He's really good. I'm telling you guys. He is really, really good. This is actually a good take. Dolph for consistency, Kai's high peaks. The question would be, this isn't Reese, no way. No way. Throwing it out. Get him out of here, folks. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, this is, I'm, I'm convinced of it. Significantly better is, is crazy talk to me. I can't do it. I can't. I just can't do it. Dolph is so, like, consistent, man. Like, even when he doesn't care, he turns out good TV matches. I'm telling you guys, I would like everyone that said Adam Cole to do their homework, watch their latest NXT 2.0 programming. Then I would like them to DM me an apology, extended apology. Bob Roode's obviously better, Reese, but that's a different thing. It's funny how much controversy there is in the late-night grin circle. Cole gets massive reactions everywhere. He's one of the most popularists in the world. Mm, one of the most popularists in the world. It's wild. You know, he's not more popular than... Uh... <laughs> you know, he's not more popular than... Who's the most obscure name I can pull out? You know, the the very conflicted WWF star, Damien Priest. Or, you know, there's a lot of television stars out there, man, you know? 
you know, or or Queen Zelina, or um, the most beautiful woman in all of WWE, Carmella. They're, they're the tag champs, and if you guys know, very popular, very very popular. We're gonna do this in a second, Cody. Let me just let the chat react to what I just said because that was funny. Let me get my let me get my reaction. Yeah, to be clear, let's be very clear about this. Um, this 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 just reiterate here. Let's be very very careful. This is not me doing the weirdo shit of like talking about his physique and stuff and being about how he run from the grind. I've been consistent on this. <laughs> so that's all weird, you know. Like, to be just just want to want to be clear about because there's some weirdos out there with him and Brit that I don't fuck with at all. So. Um, the match with Miz is great in fairness Reese. the match with Brody is great the ladder match that is uh, the match with Ray is great the double turn match with Del Rio is an insane piece of business I don't know man yeah Adam Cole is good people he's a very very nice guy I ain't, you know I ain't trying this is the take, cheese nature of a gentleman that has not studied NXT 2.0 front to back. So I would like you to please remedy that. Come back with a more fulfilled scouting report. Just throwing it out there. Survivor Series 2014 is one of the great WWE performances. Um, <laughs> my thoughts on Dolph's comedy work is it's not relevant to this conversation, shoot. Cole has been good. I'm not saying Cole sucks. I'm saying that Dolph is better. I think pretty, pretty, uh, when he's word significant because Reese hit that earlier and I went crazy. So, Chop says, I definitely didn't like Cole's stuff with Gargano and that got way too self indulgent, but that's on Gargano to me. That's generous, though. Johnny had better matches before Cole. Cole didn't. Johnny's takeover matches before, before Cole were like two of the greatest matches NXT ever hosted. I'm not talking about Bob the Genius or those political views, please. Please do not lash out. We'll be very, very clear about that, folks. Let's please not lash out. I may have the Bay Bay Man cornered here, but we will not lash out. Gargano Champa 1 was great. They booked it three times in four months. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that's generous. Johnny's better than Cole, man. Let's be fair. Johnny wrestling was great. Is great. I don't fucking. I don't know if he's still wrestling. I don't know what he's doing. Hopefully, he's just chilling out at home. But one is this generation. Shawn Michaels. The other is Adam Cole. Great comment. All right, let's close this out with this. We're going to do five minutes. Let's do this. The, the, the big take yesterday of Ric Flair, and if I'm getting really mad, and and rightly so, because they don't like Ric Flair, which fair. Very fair. Let's, uh, I'm intrigued. If anyone in the chat, this is a nice take. Dolph is really good, like really good, but I have to respectfully go to Cole. Cole gave me a reason to care about a one-off match with D-list celebrity NXT. Not many people do. That's a good argument. That's a good argument. Okay. Let's do AJ and Brian. I want to see how many in the chat say AJ. Because I don't think it's a crazy take. The big thing that was weird about it was the way that he said that AJ is like levels, but he's not in his league or every the phrasing he used. But I am intrigued if any of you actually go with AJ. Because I think it's an interesting conversation. 
I also want to bring this up on the grid on Friday. Because I think Brian's better, but I am intrigued if any of you guys go the other way on this. Not so far. Cody is the first one. Um... AJ Styles, sorry, but his TNA stuff was peak for me personally. AJ is my guy. There you go. Paul says. Chop says, if AJ went in WWE, people would say he's the best in the world. I do think that is an actual factor in this. Not even, like, doing a bit. AJ, we have a couple then. So I think... I like this comparison. So Brian is Brett, AJ is Sean. Brett is better than Sean. But I do think AJ, as he's got older, is edged towards Brett in terms of stylistic choices, which has been interesting. Chop says AJ. So here's the thing. Like, I think everyone had a right to react to Flair the way he did because A, it's Flair. B, it's a trend of him kind of dismissing Danielson. But I was talking to Shoot about this when we texted him about it. Like, I do think they're the best two guys in America of the last 20 years. And I kind of think they're like in their own tier. I think Brian's better. But if someone said to me they enjoy AJ Styles more, I would struggle to... It would be dumb to get mad at that anyway, but I guess what I'm saying is I would immediately understand what they mean. AJ is very... He's he's probably more dynamic, and his versatility is extraordinary, right? Um, yeah, it's difficult. I need to see that. I need to have a read of that, pal, regarding the stardom. Um... Danielson, if you like technicality and nuance. AJ, if you like dynamics. Who had more crazy matches in WWE? AJ or Brian? It's not even close. In which way? Um, That's interesting, actually. AJ, Brian. So Brian's best WWE matches, I guess the Triple H match is extraordinary. The, um, shit. The, the Punk match from 2012. Kofi match is great on the comeback. The AJ match in the PC. And then AJ's best stuff is, you know, one of those matches, like the match I just said. I'm, I'm really struggling to think of people's match catalogs. Roman matches. <laughs> My God. The Roman matches are some of AJ's best, yeah. I'm, I need to sit down and think about this. I think Chops, you may be underestimating Brian's WWE run, man. Brian's WWE run was pretty killer. That dude, I mean, he had, like, for a while there, he would just have great matches on TV. If we had a match with Cesaro, remember he did the gauntlet match? Oh, my God. And him and Cesaro went, like, 15 minutes in the middle of it. Both had classics with Brock. I prefer Danielson's, even though it's the sequel. You both had great matches with Cena. Well, I think it's actually pretty close. I just think... Brian's work probably has more, um, a touch more nuance and detail to it. Shoot says, Flair sucks, but he was right when he said Buddy's better than Seb. Maybe I shouldn't have read that one. Good call, Shoot. Agreed. Cena uh, hmm. or Roman is a great comparison. I prefer Roman in ring a lot. I think Cena was really clunky and weird in the ring, but he turned out classic, so God bless him, you know? I just, I never fully, like... Enjoyed that stuff. But Cena is blows him away as a babyface character and centerpiece, you know? 
Brian is incredible. I watched him for a long time. AJ to bang with Cena, Sev, really. But Brian's match with Cena is great, though. You know? It's difficult. Brian edges AJ out because I think he has better character work on top of the wrestling. It's a good call. My God. Zack Sabre Jr. chow. Holy shit. Hmm. Yeah, look, I, I definitely don't disagree with anyone that takes HR. The, way, the reason I wanted to do this is because I wanted to get a gauge on you guys because I kind of think it's close. They're the best tier wrestlers in America of the last 20 years to me. Um, there's diff- If I was picking one to build around, there's different dynamics too that would come into play. Like I think AJ as centerpiece, you know, protagonist is great. Like I loved him as the top babyface of SmackDown, you know? Really difficult. Brian is the better promo, Paul. But I've made, in a weird way, AJ as a babyface promo pops me, I think. I like fiery AJ Styles as a babyface. Yeah, it's really interesting. We're going to talk about this on Friday. I want to get Oracle and Bobby's thoughts and so on and so forth. Okay, guys, everyone go and watch the spotlight over at Fightful, the, the Shoot Fightful channel. Um, I don't think I would have hit their viewership much. They've probably got a good 500 in there, probably. Um, yes, this has been fun. For those of you wondering, I think I said it earlier, I'd probably give uh, hour one a nine, hour two a six, which would level out a 7.5. Correct? Good maths? Good stuff. Um, yeah, Tanahashi's right there. That's why I said America, because if you venture out of that, I'm not educated enough. I know Tanahashi is, but other than that, I know he's right there with them. Tanashi's extraordinary. Um, okay. This has been fun. Uh, we'll we'll come back to some of these topics on Friday. I would like everyone in here that said Cole is better than Dolph to watch his recent NXT 2.0 work and then apologize to me in the DMs. Extensive as well. I want to clear out extensive apologies. Um, not just a sorry, more of a sort of elaborate, detailed, um, you know, rescinding of prior comments, but that's just me. I'm going to be back in under five hours with the famed Oracle of Wrestling, who will be talking us through February 1996. Super Brawl, Road to Mania, all that good stuff's going on. Um, I'm sure we've got a lot to talk about. So that'll be tonight. Tomorrow, I don't know when the free agents is on yet because plans have changed and such. It may not be. It may be another show of me doing this like a dumb fuck. I don't know. I appreciate the Super Grins today. They were extraordinary. Seriously, thank you for those. And, uh, yes, thanks for joining me for this slightly different Dynamite review. This may be a thing. I don't know what we're going to do in the future, guys. This is this is a lot easier. I'm able to be level-headed here, you know. I don't get too fired up. So, we'll talk... Uh, Later on with the historical oracle. Until then, until then, enjoy this outro.